Greetings and salutations and welcome once again to The Cables Crusaders live at the time from the safe house. My name is David Barry at DR Barry. I'm not used to the way this is laid out right now. On varying social media platforms, we are the two crew show. I was gonna say two, two crew shoe like I did last time, and then I was gonna have two pairs of shoes, uh, and then I thought Do you that need was mine? way too much work for a lame shtick. Uh, no, it already smells bad enough with mine, so don't even worry about it. Um, hey, Rue, welcome. So, <gasps> I am joined this evening by none other than <gasps> me. It's Amy. You can find me at IJ New Robot on the regular social media. I am here as the Uo to the Duo. I don't know how we're gonna Uo. Uo I'm, to I'm, the Because I'm the D. <laughs> I didn't mean it as that in way. David. As in David. Yeah, I meant it as David, so that worked. That yeah. worked. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the Uo to the Duo. So Uo um, to the Duo. Uo to the Duo, that's which means thing. everybody else that sits by you. It's just you and them. They are the uo. They are the uo to the duo. Well, we got the one. Oh, hello, everyone. So, just real fast, just so you're aware, we are your number one, allegedly, allegedly. podcast for anything everything. comic book related. Everything, anything, and everything, supposedly, depending on who you're talking to. So. If you are looking for anything related to the Cables Crusaders, like our previous episodes, <gasps> or maybe you want to go back and watch our D&D stream, we oh, just had shoot. one, they're getting phenomenal uh, because Amy drinks. And um, not in like a, like you have to do it to be fun, <laughs> but in like a, it helps. My character doesn't know your character, and it's, I like that you're like, I was afraid you were going to tip over and not be able to stand up, and I wasn't drunk. Yeah. Yeah, but you can go to thecapelesscrusaders.com <laughs> to find anything related to that. You can find our social media, all that. You can also find our sponsors, which are all hovering above my head, like Beard Bomb Brush. I literally used mine minutes before we got on to the screen, and I'm feeling good. Beard Bomb Brush, they take beeswax, they take beard bomb and beard oil, they combine it into a Koopa shell that you can throw like a blue shell at the face um, of your enemies. Of your enemies slash yourself, because you're number one. You are number and one. And the blue hit, hits you, and then. It also helps that I was fitted this weekend for my beard, that I might adequately uh, come and support our sponsors. But do you want to use your beard bomb brush on that beard? What Part you... of it, I kind of do. I want to see how it'll style it. Because the wax will help just, maintain. Just, just I can turn just... into two massive things. I don't know. you got to get your Hagrid on anyway. Yes, I do. Halloween, here we go. It's going to be more expensive because than I thought it was going to be. this is October 1st! October! No one can see. If you can't see, I'm sorry. I was about to say, if you're on the audio, it's all good. This is Halloween. Anyway, um, it's the 25th anniversary of that, by the way. Yeah, interesting. And Hocus Pocus as well. Cool. This is why Steve's would love me. And yeah, would love my nails, he but he's not here, bro. Our other sponsors, Empire's Comics Vault, our home away from home. They had a fantastic uh, Creative Women Minicon this past weekend. They also there. have hot sauce. They have pugs. Uh, and, comic books. And that's, yeah, comic books, which according to Ruru are made out of dead trees. Um, On some occasions. Yes, yeah, some of them are made out of Tyvek. Which is not a dead tree. It is, in fact, what uh, they use to wrap houses uh, where they're doing construction, and uh, and they're also spraying for bugs. So uh, you longevity. Learn, you learn something new. My wallet is also made out of Tyvek. Just food for thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm losing it. Um, You're also here with me, and and our last puppy. Oh. Computer booter, mm -hmm. local computer repair, retro video game lounge. They do now have a Switch in their game lounge. So you can go in, you can play the Switch, you can do the PlayStation VR, you can get some classic. They've redone their handheld wall, uh, which is where they've got all their Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Yeah. they got all kinds I, of stuff. I can go get new games for my Game Boy Color? Yeah. I mean, new. 
Well, new to you. They, they're new to me. Yes. I mean, I only have like uh, Pokemon Blue. Nice, nice. Oh, I don't think I mentioned, by the way, if you use the uh, code CAPELESS on Beard Bombards, you get 15% off. You can also go to thecriticaldice.com, get yourself some dice like these, my so cool. my shrimp thing dice. Shrimp. They're very green and sparkly. Wow, that light just blows it up. Um, <laughs> you can get 15% off there if you use the code CAPELESS as well. So, okay. okay. And they're down. Yay! This is going to be wait, one of those times where we on. don't know how to deal with what ourselves what did today. I roll? What did I roll? Wait, what did you roll? I rolled a 17. It's not, not too bad. bad. Not you too didn't bad. do that. Didn't do that natural one. So proud of you. So proud of you. So you. I don't need to clean up the dice right now, but I am. Um, so hang on, let me pull up the show notes because I've, I'm, I've, you I've lost. completely fumble, lost fumble, myself. There goes the fumble. Yeah, I never had exactly. a fumble. Exactly. Hello, chat. Oh hey, Good to see you. If guys. you are on Twitch right now, hello, welcome, lovely to welcome see you. Welcome to the chat, chat. Thank you for hanging out. If you are watching this after the fact on YouTube, hello from the past. It is October first. When when we were. Uh, and then if you're listening to this in the audio. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That's all I had. You're losing it. I'm losing. I'm losing my brain hard. So, on this week's episode, that's what it is. We do the rundown. We are, of course, going around the horn. We're going to talk about what comic books we've been reading this week. We're also going to talk about some news. we got a bunch of it, and it's interesting. Uh, and then, our main topic for the week. Ven... Ven... You want me to spell it? Yes, thank you. So, V-E-N-O-M. I'm going to learn sign language eventually. Venom 101, a.k.a. the symbiote, a.k.a. the lethal protector, a.k.a. the black alien costume. A.k.a. Moist Man. Moist. A.k.a. Tom Hardy. We're going to be talking about Venom 101 leading up into the movie coming out this week. Um, And then we'll be talking about it next week. Week. The movie. Yes, we will be doing that. We will get all a party. We'll see if it's a hardy, hardy, hardy party. Hardy party. So, when we are in the safe house... When we are surrounded by the comics, the dice, I've got some Iron Men. Um, Iron Men inside of Iron Men. My pops that I unfortunately left in the window, and so the <gasps> back of the boxes kind of got faded. It made me really sad. Oh, your schwings? Yeah, your on the, the backs. Just the backs. The fronts are still okay, but it makes me sad. That's, I really want to share. I really want to share figures. with these guys so that they understand that when I got this for you, you smell. You told me what it smelled like. This is the scented pop, scented flocked swamp thing. Don't do scented. Anything. Thing. Don't do scented anything. I just want to open it again. Don't, oh, God, I don't want to barf tonight. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, so when we're surrounded by all those things, when we're sad, when it we're... No, you. no, sw- I, I don't mind the smell of the swamp. That smells weird. Um, it's a turd in the wind. <laughs> Sorry, when oh, we're in the here. the film, not that. No, but it could be a turd in the wind. It m- the way might you be. talked about it. Who High knows? Squigs. Sorry, so when we're surrounded by all these things, and I keep putting <gasps> you up. No, I keep screwing myself up. We like to go around the horn. Shut up, Manderson, with that moonshine. Where that moonshine at and that bow staff. They're yeah. asking quite queries about your shirt. <laughs> All we are is turds in the wind. <laughs> Squiggle said turd in the wind is such an inspirational song. Inches, and I like, went with dust in, dust in the wind. Just like the movie? Is that... Oh, yeah. oh, you're talking about these these pythons? Is that what we're, what we're talking about? We're talk- anyway. Um, get the blue one, because I like the blue, the baby blue. So... When we go around the horn, we go around the table in a circular fashion, except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. It is not a thing. Mm-mm. But the thing that we do do is we talk about comic books. What comic books we have been reading. So I have three. <laughs> three. Stop. <laughs> All we are is turds in the wind. Um, you said do-do. Yeah. No, we, oh, we do Okay. <laughs> you said we do do. I was trying. poop <laughs> jokes tonight. Uh, I have three this week. So uh, still reading, uh, what do you call it? 
uh, Swamp Thing. So we're reading Alan Moore Swamp Thing just because Ooh, it's the season. It's, it is the season, um, and they have, I believe, are starting filming in the yeah. fall, which is technically now. Now it yes. is fall. It um, is fall. It's it October. Maybe I'll say it's fall. Um, also reading Viva Vendetta still. Uh, yeah, got got like halfway that? through. I'm loving it, and then I just stopped because I'm a stay at home dad right now, and that just got other stuff going yeah. on. Um, and then, uh, actually, f- four things. I apologize. Those are the two old things I was reading, and then I needed to catch up on some new stuff. So I caught up on the new run of Venom in preparation for tonight. Um, I'm loving Venom right now. They've again, they've they've managed to not retcon, but basically be like, hey, here was this void of time where we don't know what was happening. Here's what was happening, and it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and then I also read Doomsday Clock. Um, caught up on that. Uh, Manderson's in the chat. He uh, he and I both agree that it is starting to pick up steam. Which I mean, it's not hard to pick up steam when you take six months off, because then there's no steam at all. Um, and Sergeant Squiggle says, "Make tables circular again." Yes, that is going to be my pl- uh, campaign platform. Make tables circular again. Amy, what have you been reading? Um. So, yeah. I actually did read something, I swear. Um, I started rereading uh, Sunstone, which is a very mature and adult yes. book. Um, but I like the guy that does the art on it. And I he's, love it. And he's been picked up for something, like a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, he's I doing think. a lot of DC right now. Yeah, he's doing DC. That's what it is. He was, uh, he was the second or third artist on Rat Queens. Um, and oh, had, no, he was the second. Right. And he had to give it up uh, because of health issues. Um, he's... I can never pronounce his name, but it's um, like spelled S. S- yeah, it's, it's like it's like S- Stephen Sedgwick. Like if you yeah. like don't pronounce it all European, but S- it's like Stepan Sedgwick. Where is he from? Where where was where was that siege? That's that siege in the nineties. There's a there's a the one that Wag the dog was based off of. There no mate what? That's a movie. Oh no. It had they had the siege that had also has the song about it. Uh, done by Transiberian Orchestra. Oh, oh, chat. I'm gonna Get lose. I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm trying to remember. Get down on it. it was. It was like a, there was. A, there was a genocide and a siege in the '90s. Anyway, I was like, not Rwanda. No. Yeah. No Europe. Cool. Carry on, Sunstone. So, so I like that book, um, and it's really it's very mature. So I'll leave you guys to your imagination and the the googlies if you're interested in doing that. I also. Yep, Rue doesn't know what we're talking about. That's, that's my that's my boo. There you go, Rue Rue. Um, and then I also um, Croatia. There you. He's Croatian. Okay, there we go. So Croatia and Croatian. Where's the Steves when you need them? I know, dude. I know. And then also, um, I went and because I had the extreme pleasure of meeting. Um, oh my gosh! I can totally like. Uh, ah, ah, her name. I can't pronounce it. It's M A R I. No, Mariko. I want to say Mariko because I, Mariko. I keep thinking oh of uh, Mariko Tamaki. Uh, yeah, Tamaki. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I watch a lot of anime. I don't. Um, and so she is fantastic. She's currently writing X23. She wrote the She-Hulk run that I just went about so much. She also wrote the uh, graphic novelizations of well, some of the graphic novelizations. I love how I said that of hmm. Lumberjanes. Um, oh yeah. Which the third one is coming out on October 30th, and each of the books and talking to her is focusing on a different Lumberjane. If you haven't been reading Lumberjanes, you guys, you have a lot of time to catch up on That's this. Okay. Great. It's a great book. Great book. Great book. Started by Noel Stevenson. It's been handed off for all a couple ages. of hands. It's all ages. Wonderful. Uh, Attack Force got you with Croatia. Croatia. Didn't they so, win something in the Olympics? So, Lumberjanes. Solid. 
Um, the other thing that I'm really excited about, and I forgot to bring it for you, she gave me her DC Ink sampler. So DC Ink is all YA books coming out. I will bring it. It's fantastic. Good, thank you. Um, it's coming out of the, the stream, and right now the first four books, for, yeah, first four books are all aimed at females. So we've got Mira, we've got Catwoman, we've got, uh, got, it, got it. Um, we've got Raven, and then uh, she's writing the Harley Quinn. And firstly, it is gorgeous to look at, but secondly, she's created this um, this entire not mythos, but she's taken it from. She's not just Harley Quinn attached to the Joker. She's she was always on her way to being Harley Quinn when she was Harleen, okay. Harleen Quinzel, and she lives with drag queens, and that was it. What is inspired her aesthetic, and oh. she meets Ivy, who is a, and her Ivy is gorgeous, and she's a grad. Mind you, this is high school, like middle school, high school yeah, I, yeah. Harley meeting high school Ivy, who is like a grassroots activist. Get it. And it's it. fantastic. And I'm super excited. And so um, she gave me her last one. And I'm I'm, I'm dying. I'll have to check it out. Claymore? Isn't that the one that got actually turned into the anime? That was like the exploding one, wasn't it? I'm, I have Ruru, no idea. I'm God. down to check it out. Uh, also, Attack Force is just throwing out keywords now. Yeah. The, Croatia. Oh, <laughs> uh, and no, the, we'll oh, the runner-up of the World Cup. Thanks, Manderson. Appreciate it. So, anyway. yeah, that's what I've been reading. And uh, I continue Thick. to read lots of things because I like things. Comic books. It's also like... Yeah. It's also, so it is the 25th anniversary of um, Nightmare Before Christmas, which means that they have been pushing out Tokyo la, Pop. La, 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 la. Anyway. <laughs> we need to watch that. Um, so no. they've been pushing out, Tokyo Pop has been pushing out collections of their manga, which mm -hmm. are beautiful and look just like the original animation. Um, so that's a really great read. And then, of course, it's the 25th anniversary, which I don't believe it is the 25th, but apparently it is for Hocus Pocus. So I'm waiting to see what Disney sneaks out in uh, comic book form for that. I love Hocus Pocus. It is, it is uh, next to Sex in the City, by far uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's greatest role. Um, Bette Midler? Yes. Bette Midler? Uh, phenomenal. Uh, um, Kathy, I can never pronounce the last name, but she was, this, she was the oh, sister in Sister Act. Oh, duh. Yeah, awesome. Anyway, um... Man, I'm just all over the place. I know. I'm sorry, dude. You no. know what? Since since I keep hand-fisting things, you know, to do this, and I'm really terrible, I think I, I need some news. Do we have something for news? I have a button that I can push that will play an audio clip that sounds like... It might be a news? Yeah. Let's do that. FBI investigation of Judd. Never mind, I'm not gonna. I'm not, you know. This just in. We're really, really lost and slightly confused, but it's been a long day. We're tired. Yeah, it has been. I've been on an emotional roller coaster today, like good and then like. Mildly okay. Mildly okay, yeah. Just all over. I mean, that's not really all over. That's like. No, it's, it's, it's like, fairly over. It's like good to zero. That 90s news jingle. Yeah. Make us a better one and we'll play it for you. Thank Yeah, Rue, get on that. So, Actually, so, seriously. In the news this week, several <laughs> things. Uh, I'm not going to start with that one because it's sad. It's super uh, sad. But it's interesting. But um, what I found out today, okay. the gag order has been lifted <gasps> for Swamp Thing Halloween Special 2018, drawn by Wait. none other than my boy... Greg C, a.k.a. Greg Capolo, a.k.a. the greatest Spawn artist of all time. What happened to... Oh, no, that wasn't Capolo. Capullo Capolo that did the... Uh, Capullo! The one that I got you from Emerald City. Who was that? No, that was Mitch. 
Mitch Gerads. That was from Batman. I like um, it. No, he's awesome. But uh, I really like it. The only problem is it's an exclusive being sold at Walmart. Walmart. So uh, I, on you know, on average, no, not on average, uh, for the most part, I boycott Walmart. I get why DC is selling the books at Walmart to reach a larger audience. They're with, also 100 pages for like $3. Yeah, and, and hopefully it drives people to go to comic book stores, you know, give access to kids who wouldn't have access to comic book stores. Otherwise, I get it, but I don't want to support Walmart. But if someone could buy that for me, that'd be great. Um, I got you. Thank you. So, in <laughs> other news... Not that news. Uh, I just burped. The DCU <laughs> is dead. Long live the DCU. Uh, so it was <laughs> not really announced, but it was basically kind of uh, implied. Implied, yeah, hinted at that uh, Warner Brothers and DC are basically going to be focusing on standalone. Um, standalone films. Now there will still be the timeline and stories created up to this point by Justice League. Uh, Madison's guy. <laughs> Everyone oh, wants gosh, to we... earn my love and attention. Give me two. Um, so I'm the... sorry. Who who reminded you about those Monsters in Love cover with Swamp Thing macking on Lady Bride... Frankenstein? Yeah. yeah, I have that. I love yeah, it. You're because welcome. Of you. I appreciate it. Um, so of me. DC Kelly Clarkson is gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> already <laughs> positive reactions in the chat. Rude. WB moving six of garbage. Yes. Sergeant Squiggles. DCU what? is dead. I'm so sad. Said no one ever. So who's accurate? In, let's, does anybody remember who's in charge of the DCU currently? I don't even know anymore. Who is it now? It's, now it's, it's Jeff Johns. Yeah. Okay. So Jeff's. No, it's Jim. Oh yeah, no, Jim Lee. It's Jim Lee. Jim Lee stepped up. Jeff, no, Jeff Johns has gone down because they want to make some him... Japanese guy. Exactly, Ruru. You got it. It's Cause Jim they, Lee because they want him to. Uh, they want Jeff Johns to actually make. He's doing the Green Lanterns movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, they're, they're, they saw the success of Wonder Woman and that it was... I mean, it tied in, but it was also standalone. Well, uh, also 84, by the way. 84. And mind you, I'm just... I'm going to plug this 84, what I saw, the little tiny snippets. Mm. They've been shooting for two weeks and straight up Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot, or Gal Gadot, depends on how you... They brought it to Comic-Con and it was literally like this 45-second little, little snippet. It felt like the 80s. It felt like a Wonder Woman. It didn't... Oh, it was so good, you guys. So I'm looking forward to this. So I'm so freaking excited. I think it makes sense what they're going to do. It basically allows them to have a little more freedom, but it also then leads into some... If they decide to cross over, they can. Yeah, they can, but they don't have a specific timeline. They're not... You know, they're not. They're basically not following the Marvel plan, which is good because they were terrible at the Marvel plan. Marvel's good at the Marvel plan. DC Marvel needs to do plan. something else, and they're going to. Which, speaking of which, dun, leads into our dun. next point. The first looks at the Joker. Uh, we've got in the last couple of weeks, we got the first uh, images of Joaquin Phoenix in the classic uh, outfit with the Easier. makeup, the green hair. We also saw some set footage filmed in the subway um, on a phone. Um, people have mixed feelings about it. Um, I don't know why that blocked that. There we go. Um, people, like I said, mixed feelings. Because um, some people like you can't have a Joker without a Batman, which we'll talk about that in an episode we have coming up, which is basically can heroes exist without villains? Can villains exist without heroes? Um, honestly, I loved his expressions. So for me, I'm I'm definitely willing to give it a chance. I'm not the the makeup to me was not a oh god it doesn't look like the classic. No, I'm I'm down to see what they do. Well, I like that he they did a callback. Like I'm. I was very initially on the fence, no offense to Joaquin. I know he is a fantastic actor, and he continues to surprise me, and I appreciate that. Um, it's seeing him with the Caesar makeup. Yeah. That struck a really good chord for me, and so it made me a little more excited to see what happens. But again, I am more excited about the standalone Joker movie than I am about 
everything else? Venom. Except, oh, yeah, well. Yeah. Also, I totally agree with Squiggles. What do you say? Uh, problem with WBDC, they don't know how to make compelling characters. They use awesome superpowers as a crutch. Just making eye candy does not make a movie good, which is part of the reason why mm-hmm. I think Joker might be solid, because they're, they're relying heavily on Joaquin Phoenix's acting abilities, the people who are um, yeah. invented in it, and Ruru said, my only demand is they need to have a Mark Hamill cameo, which I think would be great. I think that would be, be a lot of fun. fantastic. I think it makes sense. Even if it was just for like a few minutes, or he... Oh my gosh. Even if he just walked by. If like, he walked by or, or he goes he goes, Hey, or he's in the audience and he laughs. Oh, I just wanna just a little bit. That. Just a little bit. I'm okay with that. So after that Speaking of trailers, I uh, didn't see it this one, so Don't I'm, worry about it. Don't? We we got the Dark Phoenix trailer. Uh, X Men Dark Phoenix is I assume gonna be the last X Men film before Fox hands before, over the reins to Marvel before Studio. Before Papa Mouse comes in yeah, and before goes Papa Mouse says, All for mine, all yeah. for me. <laughs> and corrects all the all They're the children yeah. into my arms. Oh, that's creepy. I know, right? It made it creepy on purpose. I've been learning a lot about uh, my abilities to make uh, noise. No, about uh, uh, satanic rituals uh, in, in, in the government and media, and uh, that sounds like the mass the mouse is doing it. Um, so the Dark Phoenix trailer, yeah, it was terrible. The costumes, while very comic accurate, did not uh, transfer well to the big screen. Um, Storm it has an umbrella at a funeral in the rain. What? Which everyone's like, why would she have an umbrella? A little thing, like I didn't, I didn't notice didn't it, but then someone it said it, and I'm that? like, oh, that okay. makes sense. So then it's, I've saved myself from it, it, more heartache. No, it, it looks, it doesn't look good. It, I honestly, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not that the movies they were doing were that bad. Uh, Apocalypse was pretty bad. Before that, they were doing well, but now it's just kind of like now all the now that we know they're going over to Disney, everyone's just kind of like, oh, you're you're still gonna you're gonna try do this, okay. I guess. I appreciate you trying, but I don't want to see you trying. Oh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't really care. Um, I don't... Yeah. So apparently, thank you, Ruru, if it was a hot mess, I've saved myself from the heartbreak of cleanup. Yeah, you can watch it. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, in other news... Um, just in time for Halloween, uh, Netflix ordered October Faction to series. October Faction is from IDW. Uh, Steve's would love it. It's a horror-based... Uh, they're a family of monster hunters. Um, really dark. Uh, is it Supernatural? Yes, it is supernatural, but not supernatural. The show. That's not because they're a family of monster hunters. That's true. Uh, it's done by um, Stephen Niles, who did a lot of work with Bernie Wrightson and Len Wein. Ooh. Uh, yeah, the Frankenstein Alive Alive, all those um, Thirty Days of Night. So a lot of good That's horror good chops behind it. So it's gonna be really good. Uh, and then lastly, just because I love that we keep talking about them, Comicsgate is in the news again <sighs> because Richard Meyer, aka uh, Diversity in Comics, the uh, figurehead and mouthpiece of the Comicsgate movement. You mean the garbage can? Yeah, he's suing Mark Wade. <laughs> Yeah, Mark Wade, uh, and so Mark, Mark Wade's Bite lawyer me. is, uh, needless to say, their pedigree is Impeccable. intense. Yeah, mm. uh, so that's gonna be funny. We're gonna see what happens. I can't wait till it gets all released, mm. and then I just get to read the documentation. Yeah, because- be like, uh, so what do you say about all these people? So, on to our main topic for <laughs> the evening. We talking? We talking about? Not Moist Man. Not Moist Man. Venom. We are talking about Venom 101, and this again in our 101 series. We are basically giving you the basics of a character, where you can start, what you can read, the information about where they came from, uh, and then just important facts about. You could do with this. You could do with that. that. Uh, so Venom is a very interesting character uh, in that multiple iterations. <laughs> That's an understatement. All over, yeah, all over the place. You know, just created all kinds of stuff. But to start out. Um, I will do... First appearance runs, please. That, and then we will go... I'm going to have you do that. Those are fun. So... <laughs> if I remember it 
everyone because I remember the first three. I remember some of them weren't. I remember they're him. not memorable. I remember three up from the bottom. I remember him. Yeah. I kind of remember the last one, but I don't remember the ones that are kind a of a lot of them are, are and also there's less one memorable. technically that was more TV based than comic based. Yeah. That's one of That's my yours. favorites. Yeah. Yeah. So Venom did not start out as Venom. Venom no in fact started as the black costume, the alien costume for Spider Man. Yes. Well, I mean, e- no. Emo. Emo. <laughs> yeah, Emo Spider Man. It was Emo Spider Man. In Secret Wars number eight, which came out in the eighties, it was one of the big first large major crossovers uh, in Marvel uh, Marvel Comics. It had all of these heroes, all of these villains that were all plucked from the planet by a creature known as the Beyonder, and he put them into onto his battle world, which is basically a world that he had destroyed a bunch of galaxies and crushed them all together to create this perfect battlefield for all these heroes and villains. Um, and in that, which seems to be returning consistently every couple of years, we oh, get more battle worlds. Yes, so many battle worlds. Well, it's a, it's a nice it's way to get some what ifs. And it's the else world. It's, it's some cool ways to get some what ifs out of it. Uh, and one of the what ifs we got was uh, Spider Man who uh, encountered this black blob that became a new solid black costume for him. And he um, looks smooth. Great. Originally uh, meant to just be a new costume. It had no other purposes. It was just we're going to have a black costume for a little while, and then we're going to go back to his classic. Then they had some slightly other ideas, and as uh, um, as the story goes, the editor, I'm blanking on his name. Um, the editor, uh, a fan, actually wrote in with a suggestion: What if they the suit two hundred, two hundred, just like, over two hundred, yeah, like two hundred twenty bucks cent. something. It was like two, tw- yeah, it was like two hundred and twenty. It was nothing. It was piddly. It but, was piddly, but bro. But they, they paid the fan for his idea, and then they created a multi-million dollar character. So the first appearance as the alien costume was actually the Amazing Spider-Man number two fifty-two. Um, and then we did not actually meet Venom until the Amazing Spider-Man number 299, which is which is a cameo. And the cameo was just a black arm that kept popping out and messing with Spider-Man. And it's we will get him very soon. Yes. And then he ended up being on the last page in ep- episode of issue number 300 yes. of the Amazing Spider-Man. Full appearance. Full appearance. He was the giant back panel. We got a yeah. uh, our friend Eddie Brock, a.k.a. Venom. Uh, so originally... The alien costume was created by Randy Schuler, uh, Roger Stern, Tim DeFalco, Mike Zeck, and Ron Friends. These are the guys. One of those is the uh, the fan who wrote in. The rest of them are the creative team who drew it uh, and the editor. And then Venom himself, himself as Eddie Brock, as the alien symbiote. Sim, yeah, how symbiote, how symbiote. How we will have that fight later. Symbiote. Um, was created by David Michelini and, and my boy, the Todd Father, founder of Image Comics, creator of Spawn, Todd McFarlane. He was actually the original artist mm-hmm. on Venom. Which is really cute when you see old pictures of him drawing like super cheesy over the top of him like sketching Venom. It's really cute. I love it. it so, a- Amy. Yay. Venom has had some alter egos. Just a few. To name a few. That are so, mostly comic-based. Run down this list for me, and then shout out ones you don't know, and uh, I probably don't know them either. Okay. So, of course, Peter Parker. The boy. Which was was the wee baby boy. Spider-Man. Uh, so shout out to that really entertaining uh, version of him in Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire. Cause no, he, don't shout out that out. I, I appreciated that it actually followed sh- some no. of the, the lines that went with the, the, the comic book towards the end. Um, of course, we have Eddie Brock, who is your current... 
current oh, print. Like original Venom and then current and then, and then in, in between. In between. He was the anti-Venom. He was, he was the anti-Venom. Mm-hmm. He became the anti-Venom mm-hmm. because somebody else picked up Venom and became Agent Venom. Yeah. And then and then Venom was in his bloodstream. That was Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson. Antigens. Tom- yeah. He's Flash on that list. Tom- Thompson is Agent Venom. That's um, at a different point when That's on that. Venom is... Yes, Dover Grace is Eddie Brock. Exactly. No, don't stop it. I'm going to encourage the chat because they're Whatever. hilarious Read and the, the laughing names. phase is great. Read the so names. Eddie Brock, mm-hmm. anti-venom venom keeps going. Um, and is it Wang or Wang? I don't know. Wang. She was she was supposed to be like she's Lady, Lady venom. venom. She was Lady, but venom. that didn't last very long. No, and she was small. It was yeah. basically because uh, Eddie Brock gave her an opportunity to to meet the symbiote and he took a liking to her and I don't know. That's how that went. It sounded really creepy. He's basically like, hey, you wanna you wanna meet my symbiote? Um and to preface that in the chat, uh Carnage is the offspring of Venom mm. from birth forth from the muck comes mm. another. And we're not gonna talk about him and his shenanigans with the the whatever he is, the backwater serial killer. Cletus Cassidy. There it goes. Um then we've got Patricia Robertson. Yeah, another not I, I, I feel no. like I feel like these are probably they're gonna pop up in the movie as like randos who work for the company, um, and then they're probably. Gonna I know kill. Anne's in the in the movie. Yeah. Um, Angelo Fortunato. Yeah, another not very long, not not really. Mm. Next, the next ones are the ones that are the so important ones. Mac uh, Mac Gargan. Gargan, I believe. I is, it's one of those names that you see it in the comics, and then you just never hear it actually pronounced. Uh, but that was the Scorpion. That was oh, the he was the scorpion. That's right, he was a scorpion prior, and then okay. and then he got the suit, and it would uh, when it was healing, he would put scorpion armor on, mm-hmm. um, and that was actually he that allowed he him. He was before Flash. Yes, because he was the Dark Reign Spider Man, mm-hmm. which which we'll get to. Yep. Then we've got Flash Thompson, of course, which Flash. I brought up, which was Agent Venom. Oh. Thank you. I, I no, I didn't want to we hit are that. not talking about Bowsette in this chat. Squiggles, you redact that right now. You redact that. I'm like, a block term in our chat? No, um, because then they're just going to talk about uh, Blue Bet, and I'm always a fan of Yoshi, S-H-E, instead of just Yoshi, S-H-I. Anyway. It's a weird sub-community. I know. Uh, Flash Thompson, um, the, he was the high school bully of Peter He's Parker. He's the one that we see in Homecoming. But he loved Spider-Man, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which made me laugh even more, because seeing him in that and going, going, you you become Venom. Yeah. And it, I've literally, it was, it was the weirdest, and best moment that I had when I saw him. I'm like, okay, I'd like to see this guy get buff and become like... Topher Grace? <laughs> Topher Grace all day. Lee Price? So Lee Price was the run after Flash Thompson where they never explained why Flash lost him. They still haven't explained it. Um, but suddenly Venom is just out on its own trying to look for a host and it finds Lee Price, who's a criminal, uh, working under Black Cat. Um, that black cat? Yeah, that black cat. And Ooh. then they get to be... So he gets to go back to kind of being a classic villain for a little while um, until... Uh, Eddie Brock, who's currently Venom again, picks it back up. Mm-hmm. And then Telcar. Telcar is that just happened. Um, Telcar is a Cree soldier who is the first Shut host. Shut the front door. Yeah, not sure how I feel about it, um, but he's the first host, quote unquote, of the Venom symbiote that goes on to Spider-Man. Spider-Man was always seen as the first host. But he's not the first host. Nope, now they've retold the story. And then it's also, we're missing a host that I like that came from the movies, or from the cartoon anyway. What's his name? John Jameson. John Jameson. Lieutenant AKA, John Jameson. He was just a he was just like a punching bag on the I Spider-Man know, cartoon. He got, he got attacked by We're not talking about Deadpool, Manderson. No. Not a host. Not That's a, a host. what if. Get out of here. 
Anyway, so the species, technically the species that was re- more recently established, because originally everyone was like, it's a symbiote, it's a symbiote, it's no. a thing, yeah, it's it is a clintar. It is K-L-Y-N-T-A-R. It sounds like it should be a big giant sword. Yeah, they're basically, I mean, one of them is. Uh, the Necrosword. They're, uh, <laughs> basically, the clintar is this entire uh, race of symbiotic beings. Um, it's who, a giant planet of them. Yeah, and a lot of them are relatively peaceful. Uh, they have these symbiotic relationships with uh, what are called space knights, which we'll learn about later on. Which was kind of a weird. It was a weird way to intro I really it, liked but it. it was really good. It was really good. It was just strange. Um, so Not doctor, just strange. Amy, list the teams that he's been associated with. <laughs> Why isn't the sinister? He was the sinister six, but he was also the sinister twelve, wasn't he? Yeah, I didn't put that on there because it was stupid. And look, I remembered the savage six because mm-hmm. apparently, if you get that alliteration, it's all for days. The dark Avengers. Right, that was Dark Rain. Uh, Thunderbolts. Yep. I do remember that. He was on the Thunderbolts twice. Okay, so do. Yeah. Secret Avengers, I remember that. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, that's a new one. That was the Space Knight. Uh, new Warriors. Yeah. Makes sense. And then Shield, of course. Yeah, of course. He was associated with Shield when he was Flash. So the thing about the teams is normally when we do one on ones, we do like allies and then adversaries. Um, basically, his teams, those were his allies, and they were also simultaneously his adversaries. Like, he basically, everyone he's ever teamed up with, he's also faced off with. Um, he has a similar rogues gallery. He's in Spider Man's rogues gallery, but he's also. His rogues gallery is also Spider-Man's rogues gallery. So he, basically he was Stalin. His... Yeah. Russian. Why is Stalin? Okay, that was weird. Croatian. Yeah, Croatian. <laughs> there we go. Um, so, abilities. Now, powers and abilities, um, this is... This gets iffy. This is the fact that calls into question whether or not the movie can actually happen. Um, so, originally, um, he... Th- the first known host, which is no longer accurate, um, but the first known host being Spider-Man, um, he had all of the powers and abilities of Spider-Man. He could the, the the relative strength, the climbing the walls, the webs, all that, the spider sense, all he's that. He's goth Spider-Man. He's goth Spider-Man. Um, he's a little bit angrier. A little bit. He's a little bit, you know. He's got those modifications to his face. He's Tobey Maguire. He's not happy that he's not he's Spider-Man anymore. He's tossing his hair. Not Tobey Maguire. Dance. Yeah, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Tobey Who Maguire. Who am I thinking of? Anyway. Um, he's not Flash Thompson. Nope. Uh, he also has shape-shifting um, and camouflage, so he can blend in with environments. He can shape-shift, uh, creating uh, weapons, claws, daggers. We didn't really see those. We mainly saw tentacles from a Venom. A lot of tentacles. Yeah, we did. And then, but then Carnage is when we really started seeing Blades, and that was because Cletus Cassidy was a serial killer, so he was like, oh, I want you to have Blades on your fingers, so he's going to have Blades. Um, Autonomous defense capabilities, which basically means while he's unconscious, uh, the symbiote will still protect and fight for him. Um, And then he's undetectable by Spider-Sense, which is a big one, because that's actually the cameo, why he kept, because he kept attacking Spider-Man, so he was trying to... He was trying to fight Spider-Man, but he's also trying to improve Spider-Man. Like he shoves him off uh, a train track uh, onto the, the the subway onto the uh, the track, and he has to jump off as he's improving his spider sense. And then he also reached out and grabbed him through a window and pulled him in. Um, and those both those times, Peter Parker had no idea what had happened because Peter he's Parker. invisible to undetectable by uh, Spider Sense. I like what Ru is calling out for that prediction. I totally agree. I mean, we've got Wobbegeddon going currently on in the books right now, but he is predicting... Miles Morales be a Venom host in the next two years. years. I'm down with that. He will. I thought it was going to happen, actually, in the latest run of Venom, just because he popped up for a minute, but it has not yet. So... Yeah, just the operative word. we got another list. Um, I'm going to do one, and I want you to do the rest. Okay. Because they're... 
A lot. A lot. So other symbiotes created from Venom. Now, some of these have been Eddie Brock. Some of these have been all these other characters. So the first one that needs a little bit of explanation is the anti-Venom, which we kind of explained mm-hmm. earlier. Um, basically what it was is the Venom... Um, Eddie Brock had been connected to the uh, Venom for so long that his body actually created antibodies and actually made a whole suit of them, and he became anti-Venom. So the colors were inverted. So instead of black with white, he was white with black, and he basically was... uh, He could kill um, other symbiotes. um, Symbiotes. Basically, he is the boogeyman. So yeah, he was the Venom boogeyman, uh, and that was mainly when... um, the Venoms were, like, taking over the universe, Everything. and that's another whole thing. So, that's also an entire run where you can read where there's a there's a Venom Squirrel Girl, there's a Venom Deadpool, there's a Venom X-23, there's, there's so, he killed John Wick's dog, exactly. No, I think that was Cletus Cassidy. He, technically, all of his offspring. So, um, who else we got? Venom, well, Venom can produce and or spawn. They are asexual. Yeah. Yep. Every how many years? Is it a decade? I don't even know. There's a there's a number. For a little while, it seemed like they were sticking to that, and then they were kind of like, no, 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 no we're you know what? Everyone. Here's five. Babies everywhere. Yeah. Um. That it's, it's <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, we're parents. <clears throat> babies everywhere. So, uh, first and foremost, of course, everybody knows Red Suit Carnage. Yes. Cletus Cassidy is a serial killer, and he gets all up in that and jackety jack 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 stabby. Yeah. Um. Also, he was one of the creepier when looking at the two of them. I would prefer Venom much more yeah. Carnage just for pure looks because yeah. creepity. Um, then we've got Toxin. Toxin was created by Carnage, I believe. He's the one that has the... He's like, the top of him is blue and the bottom of him is red. It was a, it was a one-shot, or it was a short story. It was a cop. I actually really liked it, and then they brought him back randomly in, like, what-ifs and stuff like that. So, basically, um, this is the grandchild of Venom. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's Venom's grandchild, um, and it was pretty cool, and then they just kind of stopped. Okay. How about Scream? Uh, so, the next, I believe, Scream, Lasher, Phage, and Agony, I believe, were all the same groups. Uh, the same group. They are, um, in different iterations, they are the government's... Symbiotes. Um, they're okay. So the ones that Agent Venom was actually being used for that—that that was part of it. Um, they were also the ones that he's fighting in Lethal Protector, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about, which the movie's based on. So a lot of these characters yeah, might pop up in the movie. Um, and then they were also in the Separation Anxiety, which is where Eddie Brock loses the symbiote and uh, symbiote. Does he still get, get still have cancer when he loses him? Yes. Yeah, because the um, Venom. Kind of pulls like a Deadpool. It like it staves off the cancer, but then if you because lose that's it, the reason he picked him anyway. Yeah, because um, he got all buff from the cancer. He's yes. like, I'm gonna get buff and beat this cancer. Cancer. Um, cancer. So yeah, so they they were all they they were the like the green, yellow, all these different ones. They're the government variation. Um, and we're, we're all these from the '90s when video games had alternate color for the same costumes. So they did it for the comic book characters, kind of. Yeah. Basically, you're, Riot. You're on it. Um, Riot is the one that we're gonna see in the movie. He's the the big bad one in the movie. I think that's the one that's going to be played by the CEO who was the pilot in Rogue One. Um, I can't remember the actor's name. He's awesome. The one that we all liked in Rogue One? Yes. The Ah. one, yeah. He was the the defector. I liked him. Can't remember his name off the top of my head anyway. Um, Dreadface. Dreadface was just a random one. I've never actually read anything that Dreadface popped up in. I just... It was in the research. And the Necro Sword? The Necro Sword is a cool one. Um, so the Necro Sword popped up really in the uh, 
the God Thor, the God Slayer series a couple years ago, which is where he faced off with can't remember his name, but he was the dude who was killing all. He was going around murdering all these pantheons, and Thor was tra- chasing him across the galaxy. That's actually he's the one who um, he said that basically like the gods aren't worthy, and then the secret that made Thor no longer worthy. The one that we're not supposed to know is this ridiculous. Yes. Year. So so Ooh. what it was is Nick Fury said that guy. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but he was right. Basically, that God Killer was right. The gods are not worthy. Well, um, and he literally, like, straight up told the secret went in the ear, and mm-hmm. there he was no longer. And then he lost the hammer. So, um, so the Necrosword is basically like the original symbiote, um, who's created by Null, who we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, so you got Mania and Null, and this yeah. just sounds like basically sections of Greek mythology and or somebody goes, do you know what sounds good today? Some agony. Mania. Uh, yeah, Mania is just, again, another offshoot uh, grand- grandchild of Venom who he has to face All off babies. with. All the babies. And then Null is... Um, he's, As in Null and Void. Yeah, he's the god of the symbiotes, actually. He's the... He's Big Papa? He's Big Papa. Um, Shut the front door. He is... Uh, what's the one for? <laughs> um, he's in the current run. The current Marvel run featured him and introduced him. He's basically the king, the gods of the symbiotes. He's the one that turned them evil. Okay. Um, and he can see through all of their eyes and control them. And the necro, he created the necrosword. It was so his first he weapon. knows. So he knows exactly what he told to Nick Fury. Nick Fury said, "Your Marvel contract is up." That's exactly what Null knows. Yeah, and then he dropped the hammer. There you go. And then he dropped the hammer. Ba boom boom. So, important story. So, we've basically given you the rundown. He's had dozens of iterations, all these different abilities, all these different teams, all these different offspring. Um, but the reason a lot of those popped up is these... One, two, three, four, five, stories. six. Yeah, like 12 stories that are a good spot. Some of them are good jumping on points. Mm-hmm. Some of them are good if you just want the, the basics. Um, so, we'll switch off back and forth. Um... So the first one, the most important one, well, I mean, it's the one that's the most recognized, quickly recognized. Yeah, and it's and it's the most like it's the it's the origin, uh, and that is uh, Spider-Man: Birth of Venom, which collects Secret Wars number eight, Amazing Spider-Man two fifty two through two fifty nine, two ninety eight through three hundred, three fifteen to three seventeen, Fantastic Four two seventy four, and the Web of Spider-Man number one. Seems like it's just all over the place, but that is the origin of the suit to the alien costume to uh, Venom. His first time out to play. Yes, being uh, a big bad guy. So if you want the introduction to Venom, you have no idea who he was or you want to know where he came from, Spider-Man Birth of Venom is going to be a collected trade that you can go down to your local comic book store and you can pick it up. Um, and I imagine if they're smart, they'd have a lot of them on hand right now because Hopefully. the movie. It's running, I can tell you, we're running out over at Empire. Yes. We're running out of things all the time. And you should also be running out of this next one. Yeah, Venom, uh, Lethal Protector. It's number one through six. It's also the hollow, the foil covers, yeah, the foil, which the covers. I have. This uh, is the best part. I found uh, a red foil, nice. but it was signed by the colorist. Oh, that's cool. So I have it I in my that. collection. I gotta get it signed uh, by Todd. Oh, heck yes, dude. Get it signed by Todd. So, uh, Lethal so Protector. This, one, this is what the movie's based on. Part of it, yeah. Um, There's two of them. So, uh, this is the one. Well, the um, it takes place in San Francisco, so that's yeah. why it's... Well, it's Lethal Protector. It's, uh, yeah, he's, he's your... Homegrown Baytown. Yeah. yeah, so again, this is why it, we're not sure if it really makes sense because um, Venom gets his, he copies the abilities of Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So why does he, if, if Spider Man does not show up in this movie, how are you going to explain why Venom exists? We'll find that out. That being said, Lethal Protector was a story where basically uh, Venom became an anti hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Man told him, leave New York. Get out of here, bro. Get out of here. 
Uh, you take the take the bridge, go over to Queens. Um, you miss Steve. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, but uh, he went to San Francisco and basically set up shop and was being an antihero. He was eating the bad guys' faces eating the and the bad brain. guys' faces. Uh, and then all of a sudden, all these murders and crimes started happening, and they were being carried out by uh, symbiotes. And um, Spider Man came to San Francisco, tracked down Venom, and is like, "Yo." I, you know, I told you to stop doing this. I told you to stop eating faces. And Venom's like, yo, bro, it's not me, bro. Bro, I listen to you, bro. Um, That's a lot of bro. You're not even, you don't even they, have the, like, the t-shirt, hug. like, then cut they, off then so then you they, can get the bro hug they in. bro grabbed. That's a lot of bro in. Uh-oh. Oh, God. I don't even know what that was. Uh, that was a disappointment cam. That's a disappointment. Um, exactly. So, yeah, Lethal Protector, one through six. So that covers that story, um, which is the the setting, at least, of the, the current film where... Uh, Venom is the antihero in San Francisco, and mm-hmm. there are other symbiotes, symbiotes, there is, symbiotic there is creatures. Rumor Clintar. of it. There is there's rumor of it because there are people from that list. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Um, so Anne is slated currently to be Eddie's current uh, girlfriend instead of being his ex-wife. So they've changed that. We don't know if she'll become Lady Venom because of this or how yeah. that dynamic will change. And then. Um, Oh crud, Cletus! Cletus Cassidy is oh, he needs to, is a cameo. Oh, he needs to be by Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he needs to be the post credit scene. And that's and so he, um, it needs to be like a, just a drip of symbiote like dripping into his jail cell. Well, so this is the thing that that Woody Harrelson has snuck in. He said that he's just he has a smaller part, but he's basically setting him up for the next one. Good. So that's Good. what they're saying. And Ruru mentioned something. Yes, they can do a line that said, I was with Spider-Man before he was captured by Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed, that's who it is. Uh, then they can do a Spider-Man 3 as a Venom origin story that takes place years before the movie. Totally. It's it's the the, the fact that they... The problem is the producers and directors went back and forth saying it is, it isn't, it is, it isn't. Um, so they've... At this point, they've said that it's not related to Spider-Man at all, which if we believe them, mm. which you can never believe them at you this point. You can never point. believe anybody out of Sony because let's look at the good things they made and then the bad things they made. So let's see. So good things... And then we're on the scale. Go ahead and drop the bad things on that one for me. Okay, there we go. Um, so yeah, so it's it's what up, Antic Fire. So yeah, it it's, it's a little uh, it's a little here, a little there, a little we'll little see. bit of everywhere. Uh, and that's the same thing. I also like to to point out that can you see how far we have come can from having? You dig it. <laughs> Show me what you've got. Okay. Anyway, we went from Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man mm-hmm. to everything that's come out since. Like, mm-hmm. the plethora of it and the magnitude of the stories that we were getting. Whoever thought we were going to get a Venom movie? I mean, come on. Take a look at that uh, that Spawn that you're getting another Spawn movie, man. Take a look at me now. With the creator of Venom. Well, one of the creators of Venom exactly. as a symbiote. Not the original creator, though. Technically, he didn't actually create him. Anyway. But I just like to say that this is fantastic time to be it's a fantastic and terrible time to be a comic book person because you know what else we got some amazing people that are writing these books like who (gasps) like rick remender rick remender venom by rick remender uh it was just a another uh volume that you can check out um we like rick remender rick remender is awesome um i didn't write anything about um this particular uh series because i was like oh yeah i remember this one and now i'm blanking on it but rick remender is just great everything he does everything he touches turns to gold um the next one that's a massive this one is near and dear to my heart um because this one was the hardest video game ever that i ever played that i never did i even got it recently and i'm like nah, i'm I'm an adult i'll be able to beat it we couldn't even be 
like no, TMNT when okay. we were in here. Hey, I did I did okay on that one. I got I further than I got on this yeah. one. Of course, I'm talking about Maximum Carnage. I'm just starting to see if you have it on the shelf. I don't think you do. I do not know. Um, I have it. I have uh, singles in a box. Um, I do not have anyone. Yes, Hello Kitty Island Adventure starring Cletus Cassidy. That would be awesome. I'd play that. Um, So Maximum Carnage um, is the story that basically showed uh, Spider-Man and Venom having to team up. Team up, not teen up. Um, (laughs) Apparently Hello Kitty. They were teen moms. Uh, They were teen moms. Venom is a teen mom, basically. Uh, And they had to go after his... uh, His child. Illegitimate child, a.k.a. Cletus Cassidy Carnage. So Maximum Carnage. A.k.a. Woody Harrelson. A.k.a. Woody Harrelson. Harrelson. Cut, take two. Okay, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> so, Maximum Carnage, again, if you buy the collected volume... You want to. You can go down to Empire's Comics Vault. You Located at 1120 Fulton Avenue, Sweet K, in the heart of Sacramento. Go to, if you're downtown, you can go to Oblivion Comics Thompson and Coffee. Coffee. Or Big Brother, who yeah. I went to their new location. It's around the corner from uh, Tank House. So you can get <gasps> these amazing Shush. giant ribs, and then you can go over to Big... Shush. Yeah. Can I get Dirty Tots? Yeah. Please tell me. And then you can go over there. So, oh my gosh, I know where I'm going on You can go to A1 there. Comics. They have three locations in the Sacramento area. They do. Um, you can go to... Um, Broadway World's, Comics Closed. World's Best. World's Best. That's right down um, the street from Empires. Uh, Comic Command Center. That's over... There's who's the guys over in Lodi? Oh, Steve, you're not here. Uh, grape, grape, grapevine, grapevine, the grapevine. Uh, I'm liking. There's lots of comic book stores. Uh, comics and collectibles. Go support your local comic book store. And when you go to them, ask for Maximum Carnage, which is going to include Amazing Spider-Man number three seventy-eight to three eighty. That's a big one. Spectacular Spider-Man number two hundred one to two hundred three. This is back when there was a dozen Spider-Man comics, oh, which there are a bunch right now. But this is when. At least this is a little easier to navigate than Deadpool right now. Because oh, Deadpool's God. in the same boat. Two, Spectacular two. Spider-Man 201 through 203. Spider-Man number 35 through 37. Spider-Man Unlimited number 1 and 2. And Web of Spider-Man number 101 to 103. This is going to uh, en- encompass that story that the video game um, was based on, which is uh, Spider-Man and Venom basically having to team up to take down Carnage because Carnage is so much more extreme. Um, because really, Venom's thing... Venom's hatred is coupled with Eddie Brock's hatred. Eddie Brock Eddie Brock hates Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Venom hates Spider-Man and Peter Parker. And why why does Eddie Brock hate Peter Parker? Do you know? Uh, because he uh He screws up a story, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah there he, was he, he it was, was he the was, Sin Eater. Yeah, the Sin Eater story. I oh, thank you. You're awesome. Yay! Um, yeah, he, yeah got we got, fired. he got him so fired from he, the Sin Eater uh, case, so he is very upset. Yeah, with him. Eddie Brock said he exposed the Sin Eater, and Spider-Man actually catches mm-hmm. the Sin Eater and exposes him as a fake, gets him fired. Apparently, there's dating going in on our yeah, chat. Guys, hey. calm down. Wow, you guys getting all hot and <sighs> heavy. Cute. So, um, yeah, he got him fired, and then also simultaneously, right. he goes to the church to pray. Right. The and first the, time. the bong, the, and, the bell, and then the the it drips down on him, and it looks terrible in the movie, but it looks great in the comics. It looks pretty good in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so... Uh, and so they all hate everybody. Yes. Um, but Cletus, Cletus Cassidy, Carnage, he doesn't have an issue with Spider-Man. He has an issue with life itself. He hates he people. Hates everybody. He's a serial killer, so they have to get together to stop him. Um, they are literally making a date in our chat right now. Yeah, they are. Um, Holler. I'm going to do the next one, then I want you to do that one. Hi, Drew. Um, so, what is up, Drew and the TARDIS? Uh, so, Venom Separation Anxiety. I actually really like this story. Oh, um, really? One through four. Okay. Um, it was when Ben Riley was Spider-Man. Who has a... He has I, now another one. He's Scarlet Spider. I love Ben Riley. Uh, one romance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, Ben Riley was Spider-Man, and then this is when... Um, Eddie Brock basically loses Venom, but he has to then simultaneously take on, I believe it's 
a scream lasher phage agony. I think it's that crew again so that he has to take on the, the bulk. Of yeah, so he has to basically take on his uh, his his children, his grandchildren. No, his, these are his children. Um, his children. Wow, but also having the issues of being separated from uh, the Venom symbiote. Um, so again, it's just a really good. A lot of these are really just kind of good standalone stories um, because Venom otherwise is just kind of a constant in the Marvel universe. Like when we had our next series, which was interesting. Venomverse numbers one through five, which I slightly brought up because eh, somebody doesn't know how to spell Maui. Um, because <laughs> I brought Muai. Muai. Um, I so I brought it up that. Basically, the symbiote symbiote at this point is basically it's everybody yeah. as a version of Venom. So the first one is, of course, X-23 Laura, right. and she gets turned in to a version of Venom to escape and where she is right. and then disappears. Literally, right. at the end of each one, they disappear somewhere. Right. They do like a one-off story about like Gwen, Gwenpool becoming Gwenpool like Gwenum. Gwenpool does one. Gwenum. There's a squirrel girl does one right. too. But, but then they, and then, and then, and then the Eddie, Eddie ends up getting recruited by Cap? Mm-hmm. Yes, by the Cap. And he basically, so there's there's a war of all these Venoms against the, um... No, they, they weren't called anti-venoms. They had another name for them, but they were these little guys who would turn you into an anti-venom. Basically, basically. They, they would they would kill the host and they would turn the symbiote into this monster. Um, it was weird. I it was it was piggybacking on the thing everybody is as a Deadpool. Yeah, which we see a lot of. Yeah, I didn't hate it. No, it wasn't bad. It was well drawn, but it just was like, okay, so what now? It was kind of fun because it would be like, it was a oh what if it was a oh what if Cap was Venom? Oh what if. Devil Dinosaur was Venom. Oh, oh like, that was right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, you got a lot of you got a lot of. Like, That's how cool, I got eaten in D and D. Yes, it was. You got a lot of cool what ifs. Um, so soft. You got a you got a better character now. I I'm, I have a beard now and, and <laughs> first. also side note I like that Ruru is going. I want to see Apocalypse augment the symbiotes with his techno organic enhancements and turn them into the Four Horsemen. That I think Carnage would be a great. That uh, would be a. Just a beast of a story, but such a fantastic what if. Right, so it's pestilence, famine, death, famine, plague, plague. So carnage would obviously be death. Yeah, that'd be cool. Also, um, serial killers hating people sounds like an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the last, the last three are they're kind of weird ones that happened more recently. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one of them happened a while back. Um, but uh, Sinister Spider-Man number one through four. So this is a lot of people were kind of confused when the Dark Avengers were a thing. Basically, what happened was Norman Osborn convinced the government to give him control of Shield, to give him control of the Avengers, and the Avengers were basically kicked Norman? out. Norman, Storm, and Norman Osborn. So he, being the Iron Patriot, took over as Iron Man. Um, that's also when you had Moonstone take over as Captain, uh, as Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Bullseye take over as Hawkeye. Like you, they, they all. Um, became versions, uh, but then you also had that's when uh, uh, Ares. That's before he died. But that was when Ares took over the Thor role, and what you had was Mac Gargan, who we mentioned earlier, uh, the formerly the Scorpion. Um, he became um, Venom, but the reason Spider Man was always able to beat him was because he didn't hate Spider Man the way Eddie Brock did. Hmm. So he was he was good. He 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 could go toe to toe, but he couldn't beat him because he was didn't have the passion that Eddie Brock had. But Mac would lose control and he'd be the, he'd be the giant hulking Venom. He'd be Hulk Venom? He'd be Hulk Venom, basically. Hulked out Venom. So uh, Osborn would give him a shot that basically shrank him down so he looked like Spider-Man in the black costume. 
So everyone thought he was Spider-Man in the black costume. So that's how they created these kind of the Dark Avengers thing. And the Dark Reign, I actually thought it was pretty fun. Um, I just... it. And then it led into Siege, the Siege of Asgard, when it was Oklahoma. It was a strange time. It was kind of one of those ones Why where... Is it not a strange time? Yeah, like, the stories were cool, but people were just like, okay, where are you going with this? Like, Norman Osborn is Iron Man? Like, it, it got strange. Well, and I can I totally agree with Rue that they wanted Os- the Osborns in, techn- in Technicolor to yeah. be the Lex Luthers for them. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's not. He's... he's having him, like, randomly pop up, like, I think... I, 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 I like the really cool... Um, like when it'll just randomly be like, hey, like you know, like we're talking to the new mayor or something, and they open a door and it's Norman Osborn. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But this idea that making him like, yeah, like a big bad guy to take on like the country or the world, it didn't really make sense because his issue is with Spider Man. It's always with Spider Man. Um, I don't know what's happening in chat anymore, and I'm trying to weed it out. Wait, wait. So um, yes, yeah, so, so Teal Sharpshooter, he blew the Scroll Queen's head off. That's what it was. That's why they gave it to him. Because what happened was um, at the end of Secret Invasion, they all they all the superheroes are facing off with the Scroll Queen, and he had a sniper rifle, and he's the one that took the kill shot. So everyone, public opinion of Norman Osborn became just shot through the roof, and that's why he was given control of all these things. Um, and Antic Fire, he was Lou Ferrigno in Black Spider-Man costume, basically, for a short period of time, and then oh, they shrank him back down. Um, so now this one, this is one that a Steve's would love. Obviously, because yeah, you see because uh, yeah, exactly. So, what would tell us about Shiver? Shout out to uh, Shiver Venom number one through five. It has been akin to John Carpenter's The Thing with symbiotes. Yeah, so it takes place on an Arctic base, um, and the symbiote gets loose, but the symbiote can actually jump from host to host. So this is very yeah. Oh. It's the thing. Yeah, it is the thing. <laughs> yeah, except this is this is totally his thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, 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 it Steve's needs to read it. It's a really good one. Um, We've got things to give him once he figures out what's yeah. going on. Uh, back to the chat. Teal Sharpshooter. Part of the reason why he was a global bad guy was that Loki was partially mind-controlling him. Yeah, that whole group of evil. Uh, it was when Loki was female. Um, Doctor Doom. Uh, Norman Osborn. They were they were like the council. They were the evil Illuminati. And last but not least, um, the three... This was a big one. This, this was a, a big one. This took, took a, a while. while. And right? the art was beautiful. beautiful. I love this. I agree this. on that one. So Venom Space Knight, number one through 12. Which gave us a couple interesting origins. Yeah. And a couple spaces where they expanded on why he left the planet. Yeah. The biggest thing right off the bat is you're wondering, <laughs> why would they call Venom a Space Knight? Mm-hmm. Here's what happened. Um, for those of you who are unaware... Um, Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, there was a character created by Hasbro mm. called Rom, the Space Knight. And he had currently, he doesn't currently have a run, but he did. He did, and but if you notice, it was just Rom. It was not Rom Space Knight. Because a bunch of Hasbro titles, Transformers, G.I. Joe, hey, everybody Rom knows. the Space Knight. Uh, what are the, min, uh, the mini ones? Microbots. Microbots. Um, they were all bought by Marvel for a period of time. Then they were returned to Hasbro. Because they go, hey guys. So, for a period of time, um, there was a basically a legal dispute between Hasbro and Marvel who owned the right to the name Space Knight. Um, and when oh. it lapsed, Marvel immediately was like, hey, here's a book called Venom Space Knight. We own the rights to the Space Knights again. You guys can keep ROM, but his organization, that's us. 
So we then got a story about Venom being a space knight. And basically what they did was the uh, the idea was that the space knights, who have an organization who have existed for a long time in the uh, the cosmic stories of Marvel, um, they were uh, associated with the Clintar. So they the space knights had Clintar. So Clintar being the symbiote. Um, so Venom Space Knight 1 through 12 focused on when Flash Thompson left the planet as Agent Venom, but he was sick of working with S.H.I.E.L.D., he was sick of working with the government, so he joined the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, was and this Flash is still in this? Or is yes, this is when he was Fla- so Flash. This is after legs. Agent Venom. Flash yes. has his legs. So this is when he has the mechanical legs. Yeah. Um, so quick backstory, because I can't believe we didn't include this. Well, so, we didn't talk about what, what was up with Flash, or that Eddie had cancer. And we didn't have... How do we not include... I didn't have Agent Venom in there. That, oh, no, wait, no. Rick Remender was is Agent Rick, Venom. Yeah, Rick Remender's Venom. What's I'm an up? idiot. No, um, Yeah, I am. So, um, Flash Thompson being the bully for Peter Parker, but Spider-Man was his hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and once he found out that Peter Parker was Spider-Man, his world was shattered. But he was basically like, oh, I'm going to do good. I'm going to be a hero. If I can't be a be superhero, the- what can I do? What can a normal person do to be a hero? Join, join the military. Yeah, join the military. Go to war. Uh, and Flash Thompson went to war and stepped on an IED. Um, well, I believe it was, it no, was just it a landmine. Yeah. Because um, IEDs weren't a thing yet. Um, well, they were, but they weren't in either. comics they weren't. Um, so he stepped on a landmine, lost both his legs um, at, uh, at the knee, and went back home and became... Um, the stereotype of the returned soldier. He became an alcoholic. Um, he struggled to deal with issues that he, to, yeah, he with, dealt with in PTSD. A lot, a lot of, not, not, not tropes, like the real world issues, but it's like, they basically, he became like, they piled on everything on him. They're like, you're going to be all the terrible things that can happen to a vet. And then? And then, um, while he was working at, uh, he was working for the VFW, um, he was approached by the government and they said, hey, we want your skills. And what we're going to do is we have the symbiote in a jar um by ak Ooh. fire jacked up on adrenaline shots wiped out of oh, sick well, teal sharpshooter for the win dig it i never actually i, I never all i saw was the flashback i thought he stepped in a mine appreciate that Ooh. um so uh so they they have the symbiote they took it from mac mac gargan after the end of after siege they got it back from him and they said hey we want to we want you to use the venom symbiote to carry out Black be Ops our missions. agent. You want to be our agent, but you're only going to have it for 48 hours at a time because any time, any longer than that, you bond with it. So that's what they would do. They had a kill switch to kill him if it, he went too long, and they would take it off him after a period of time. <laughs> but of course, he quickly became addicted to the fact that he had, had legs, legs again. again. He um, could fill everything again. He yeah, which is it's really interesting because it's like in this universe, someone easily could have built him, like built him mechanical legs later on. But that ad- they added to the story. Um, so um, I don't know if Mac is short for another name. That is a good question. We'll find out. We'll find out later and get back to you. Um, Stay tuned for next week. <laughs> that's for the show after the movie. Um, so um, so he's Agent Venom for for a while. Eventually, of course, he has a suit for too long and becomes bonded with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he decides he wants to leave Earth and uh, does so by joining the Guardians of the Galaxy. Gets an overhaul on his suit, which I actually really like. It's really cool. And so the Space Knight story follows him um, being with the Guardians, learning more about uh, the uh, himself and the the origins of the Clintar, learning that his Clintar is broken, um, which actually... Um, it helps everybody that's been in contact mm-hmm, with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they give him... Uh, Magic Lakes. Yeah, they give him... Um, 
legs made out of what the, the space shuttle is made out of um titanium um yeah and it was it was it was interesting it was weird because it just it took venom in a direction that was like we had never really gone before like it was always like oh it's this alien monster on earth now it's an alien monster on space meeting other alien monsters out in space and fighting alien monsters in space and then when it ended that was just that yeah, Flash still had him, had, still had Venom, and then all of a sudden, then we jumped into the the next story, which had Lee Price, where all of a sudden Venom was no longer him. with him. Yeah. So, not one hundred percent sure. They, I, th- I don't think they they have explained yet. Um, ma, ma, ma. Um, they have still haven't explained yet why Flash didn't have him. They were just like, now Lee has him. Um, also, uh, Mac is short for McDonald. McDonald Gargan, who is the uh, he was the Scorpion, um, one of the versions of the Scorpion. There's your answer, Sharpshooter. There you go. So before we sneak off for this, yes. can I bring up the the thing that we didn't get to talk about, which is one of my favorite storylines for Venom? We were gonna get to favorites. Oh, I don't know. I didn't. It. I. We didn't scroll up, did we? No, I didn't write it in here. But your favorite version. We're just gonna do our favorite versions that were cool. Go. So my favorite version. If you guys had the opportunity, hopefully I'm not this old, or I am that old. No. Um, Spider-Man, when it was still on Fox, and we were getting the animated, um, oh my gosh, somebody's making fun of McDonald Gargan. It (laughs) it sounds like Garglin, like if you are not reading right. The dude who wears a weaponized alien is named, yes. He's also the guy who dresses as a scorpion. Anyway. Is that what scorpions sound like? (laughs) Get over here. Wrong scorpion. (laughs) So your favorite version. So the Spider-Man uh, cartoon, when it was still on Fox, they had an entire line where they introduced Venom, mm-hmm. and it was actually because of um, because of Lieutenant John Jameson, aka Jonah Jameson's son, who had uh, he was a he was a pilot at one point, and then he became an astronaut. Right, went to space. Oh yeah, he went to space. Right, I can't remember if he crashed on the moon or what, but he somehow he gained. They 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 they, they found it. They found like a black stone, and they brought it back with them. Yep, because when they crashed on, when on they crashed. the Washington Bridge. Yep, and then the symbiote got out and took yep. over John, and yep. John became Venom, and he was doing that struggle against being Venom, wanting to eat people, mm. suddenly wanting to kill Spider Man, mm. but it took like a, a couple of like. I think one or two episodes for you for him to decide he wanted to kill Spider-Man right. because Spider-Man he's like he is my enemy he's protecting people and that was and when was, Rhino was there too yep. Rhino was on the bridge yep so um, that was one of my favorites because it's nowhere in the comic books but yep. it was one of my first iterations of Venom so in seeing that that's what my Venom was always supposed to be like nice. I understand that he's an anti-hero I understand yep see and Manderson's in the same boat with me that was our first, first experience yeah but it comes down to when we see the newest iteration with Hardy, it's not that it's difficult to swallow. It's just very different from what we're used to. Right. And also the man looks very moist. Yeah, he does. What is your favorite he's just always He's just always wet. Um, so you're trying to make my hair blow? I was trying to make sure that you get air. Um, that I, I'm queen of the desert. <laughs> I actually really... I really liked a- the Agent Venom storyline by Rick Remender. Like, I liked Flash Thompson as Agent Venom. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was fresh. It was new. I really liked the outfit. I liked the outfit. That yeah, was it was so cool because it reminded me. It reminded me heavily of Spawn. Um, and that's I think part of the reason I've always liked Venom is because Venom Spawn. and Spawn. Yeah, they have a lot. If you take uh, he's a, he's the Spawn of Spawn. Was it Night Night not Nightcrawler not Night Prowler Night Rager or Night whatever it was, which is basically like looked like Spawn and then Venom is Spawn's like abilities kind of like and merge them. So I re- I really like Agent. Venom, but then yeah, I, I always go back 
to the Lethal Protector, Venom, the Antihero, the Todd McFarlane. Like, that's my... That's your, your bread that's and butter. That's my Venom. Your boy. I'm really dig it. Um, <laughs> hashtag that my Venom. Hashtag my Venom. So, yeah. So, that about wraps it up. Um, oh, Drew just got back oh, and he missed it, all of that, Drew. But you can go back and watch the episode. That's the beauty you of could. Twitch. That's the beauty of YouTube. That's, That's the beauty, the beauty of, the of us actually app. posting our videos we because do, I follow oh, people that don't do that. Where do we do that? We do that on <gasps> thecablescrusaders.com. Hey, yeah. there it is. That was a nice little ham-fisted segue. So, um, that was Venom 101. That was the basics of the Venom character. Some books to check out. We are going to be talking about Venom the movie Fingers next first. week after we see it. Um, yeah, um... We're I kind of just given up. Like I'm not. I'm not I hopeful. Want, I'm, I'm going not, I'm in, just, but I'm just. I really hope. We'll see this what happens. Isn't a stinker because if it's a stinker, we'll see what happens. It's gonna stink. We'll talk about it. So. <laughs> for anything related to the Capeless Crusaders, you can go to thecapelesscrusaders.com. That is your number one hub for anything Crusader related. You can find our old episodes. You can find our sponsors. You like, can find our socials where you could see all the stuff that I did on Saturday when I was meeting people. Yeah. And, and you could be like, oh my gosh, look at that. Steve's posted a weird video about Halloween. And of course. that he's a basic dad because he loves him some pumpkin spice latte. No, that's his personal Instagram. That's oh. ours. So you, you can also find our sponsors like Sorry. Beer Bomb Brush, Computer Booter, and The Critical Dice. You can use uh, code Capeless on all those places get some discounts it is awesome so we like to give back to the people that hang out in our chat and are like holy smokes let's keep talking amy i am trying i put in my pro pass i put in my app for my pro pass for ecc see um we will see (laughs) Um, but we still got stuff coming around over here we've got sinister creature con not this weekend but next weekend in our area we've got SACCon. we've got republic con wizard world coming up wizard world was canceled wait what yeah that would be this weekend. They backed out, and I wanted to meet Lou Ferrigno. Of course Frigno. they did. I've met Lou Ferrigno. I haven't. He's cool. Um, also, they had Luke Cage coming through, too. I know. So, thank you to the chat. Thank you for hanging out. If you liked what you saw, follow, uh, like, subscribe. subscribe. Throw your, your, uh, your, Am- your Amazon Prime, your bits. We love it. Uh, if you're on YouTube, hello from the past. Like, comment, subscribe. If you're on iTunes or any other podcast app, give us five stars. Give us a review. Say you really like what we talk about. If you don't like it, just go away. Or you could come in and tell us what you'd like to hear, and then we could might, you yeah, know. Yeah, we, 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 we always need ideas. Always Actually, need new do. content. We're we running always out of stuff because up. we know a lot of stuff. Yeah, we're all Encyclopedia Comica. <laughs> so, Brains, we've got them. My name is, of course, David Barry at DR Barry on varying social media platforms. I'm joined this evening, my comrade in arms, Amelia Bedelia. I love being Amelia Bedelia. That would be great. This is Amy. You can find me. Oh, shoot. There's the bits. Uh, I, Jane, you robot on almost all of my social media that matters to you and or me. And uh, I want to wish all of my Valkyries, my former Valkyries, good night. And I love you guys. Good night and good luck. So for Anthony Steves, a.k.a. the Azorian one, and Manderson, a.k.a. son of Mander. And Tom, Tom. a.k.a. tall, dark, not ugly on everything, on everything. everything. You can check out anything, all of our backlog content at thecablescrusaders.com. So thank you for hanging out. Venom 101. We will see you next week for Venom the Movie for... The Capeless Crusaders. Uh, Good night. Good night.